would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Star Cruiser. Mm-hmm. We are actually sitting at the MCO parking lot right now. Just got off the Star Cruiser. An amazing voyage. And we are going to discuss it right away while it's still fresh in our minds. And it was really great. Doug and I are tired. Definitely the 44-hour experience has uh, wiped us completely. It's, it's the exact right length. Boom. Done. Absolutely. So uh, before we begin, we did have a couple patreons with us and we have a couple new ones we need to add so thank you james stacy johnson christina ramirez you upgraded and ryan and colleen upgraded thank you so much for supporting the rope drop radio community and you guys got one heck of a uh, bonus facebook live episode doug and Derek, with their parking fail today yeah yeah we walked a long ways and talked a long time may have been the best live facebook show we've ever done by far so thank you, Patreon, so much for supporting the show. And then another way you can, of course, help out is with an Apple podcast review. That's right. Leave a five-star review. We will read it on air. So this one is by ABG3175. Sounds I don't know how to pronounce numbers as letters. Okay, anyway, I'm reading this off my phone in the app, so I don't know the whole title. It's always excited to listen in dot, 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 because Apple is weird. They put the dots there. Unless you type dots, let me know. Anyway, really enjoy the content here and your sincerity. My favorite episode is, if not this, then that. Great idea to help people think about pivots, which are part of any great Disney day. Keep up the magic. That's an excellent review, because we pivoted a lot. We did pivot a lot, and sometimes on the Star Cruiser... You have to pivot a lot depending on how the storyline goes. Now, to start this episode, we are going to stay spoiler-free, and then we will get into the spoilers in the back half. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there at the end. But let's start about a little bit about the Star Cruiser and the crew that we took with us, Derek. Oh, what a great crew that we had. So we had Kent Mullins. You might find him as UCF Kent. I don't remember Kent. Oh, no, it wasn't Kent. Uh, When he got it was Walter. Walter showed it up which was maybe one of the greatest characters any Star Cruiser's ever seen. From the Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, and he just stayed in character the whole time. Kent, you were a madman, and it was glorious. We also had Ryan Alexander, one of our Patreons, a.k.a. Rhino, on Mm -hmm. board. And then we had Nate Bishop, who was a Carbonite guy, or CG, because he was not in costume. And we just said we found him floating in the space, and he was in Carbonite. We pulled him into our ship, and... He joined our crew. He earned his he way earned onto his our patch. crew. Yes. We had Rope Drop Radio patches that we, uh, our crew expanded throughout the journey, didn't it? It did. And in fact, that was one of the highlights. And I've heard on other podcasts, like if you have that custom patch or thing that you can hand a crew and other people, it really helps elevate you on the ship and then also the people around you. And so that was a lot of fun handing out patches, like crew members earning the patch. Earned. We didn't have a ton. So like you had to 
earn it, earn that patch. And it's just, it was magical when you hand it to a crew member and you're like, well, we were the FOW, friends of uh, Walter. Walter. So whenever you said, welcome to FOW, and, and then you got a rope drop patch. They had a rope drop patch. It, it made a couple of the cast members actually cry. One actually had to leave, go off stage. We didn't see her for about 20 minutes and then she had to come back. So definitely a, a way to make a memory on the Star Cruiser. Let's, let's talk about the crew of the Star Cruiser because the building itself from the outside, not impressive. Inside, I mean, they have some technology that's impressive, but it's really just an empty space until the crew and cast fills it. And I think they're the ones that bring it to life. So a little shout out to all the cast and crew. You are amazing. By far and away the best cast members Disney has, period. In fact, it's great having Kent, who's been a local Orlando native, goes all the time his whole life and actually said, this is the best cast members I have ever seen. They go above and beyond 24-7. They knew our names. They knew a little bit about us. It's just incredible, the interactions that you get from everyone. It's just not the face characters. It's the blue shirt. It's the bartender who knew me by name right away. And uh, it's it just, they constantly go above and beyond. And I know you're saying, well, it's the price tag. It's more than that. Like, they are truly making sure you have an incredible experience. Well, then there's like seven actors involved in the storyline. Eight. Eight. Eight actors. And those are the ones that you want to interact with, you talk to, and like, we got a shout-out, Derek. The final shout-out. final shout-out. Without spoilers, we got the FOW was the end of the show. Which was a highlight for all of us. We cheered. We had cheering from the rest of the people. We actually said all of our names including Derek James, Douglas, Douglas James. James, not related. Yeah, oh, like, come on, Derek. Let's okay. try it again. Derek James. Douglas James, not, not related. related. So we tried that and failed multiple times. But the fact that the cast member remembered that and he said it to in front of the whole ship, that was huge. That was very and memorable. James is actually our middle name. Yes. So, so it, it's funny because Derek and Douglas James are yeah. not related. Yeah, that's a thing. So cast, crew, phenomenal. Um, Michaela, you know, there's blue shirts and then there's actors. I called them blue shirts because that made me think of Star Trek, the red shirts. That's funny. Yeah, I, I just didn't say that out loud because it was Star Wars. But so the blue shirts are like the cast members there. They're not playing a character, even though everybody there is in character to an extent because they all have a home world. Like they won't tell you where Like I grew up in Indiana. You're not going to learn that. Yep. So they're all in character, whether they're wearing you know, orange face makeup or not. Um, and like, we had a few great interactions with many of them. So thank you to all the cast and crew. You're what makes it special. Yes, and, and it's great is like, if you have a backstory, we all had a backstory. Mm -hmm. And they some of the best cast members are actually trying to like pull you, like how deep into your backstory are you? Because they will go back and forth mm -hmm. with you. Like, oh, you only have a one sentence backstory. We're going to pull it apart. That was us last time. That was us last time. This time we came prepared until they asked, what city from the Kent was from? And Kent's just like, the big one. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, they, they do love having fun with you. What's your ship? I got asked that by every cast member, and uh, I had it. It was like, it's called the Rope Drop. It's a Carillion Light Cruiser. And they're like, that's a great ship. We can modify it. We can do all these things to it. I'm like, well, if you want to ride. Yep, you had your tracking fob, so you didn't lose it. Yep, tracking fob was a win. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the rooms on the Star Cruiser because they're, they're about the size of this rental car about it's the same size as one of my college dorms no no joke um they're not big so when people talk about like oh they're just gonna turn it into a deluxe hotel no 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 our room at coronado is probably 
twice the size? Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily with in in space under the bed, space for suitcases. Yeah, there's no space under the bed. And the bunk beds are a thing. So we both slow, slept in bunks, right? Because we we kind of shared rooms with our crew to make it more affordable. Um, the bunk bed is a thing. I'll just say that. I slept well. I like the bottom bunk. Doug did not. You must like firm mattresses. I liked being enclosed. So if you're claustrophobic, this is not for you either. The bunk bed is. Yeah, it's a bunk bed. The, the rest of it's fine. You're just in a building. Um, the regular bed's good, but the bunk bed, the outlet situation is a little weird considering they just built it. It's like, really, guys? Really? Like this many plugs? That's it? There's no plugs within the bunk beds, which is weird. One of our crewmates, I had to charge one of my devices in the bathroom. One of our crewmates had to chain, charge over and all. Like, there's not enough by the bed. To get right. And there's the one in the little counter area across from the bathroom. Hey, the bathroom is huge, though. It's one of the biggest showers on property for some reason. Oh, I love that shower. Definitely. Uh, it was hot. It's big. It's got the waterfall on top of you. And and the soap. and the It's all themed. themed. It's great. Yeah. So the bathroom's the best part of the room. The rest of it's small, family of five. If you're in there with several adults, uh, pack as light as you can because there's no room to put your luggage. I do know people store their luggage in the emergency exit area. Like they open that door, stick some bags in there after they empty them out. I didn't know that was allowed. I don't know why it wouldn't be. That's a good point. So there you go. Oh, there's bathrobes. There's no time to wear them. Like you're barely in your room. Yeah. There's not much downtime. And if you think you have downtime, it's because you're seen something you are that so that's what happened in our first voyage like doug and i had so much downtime that I think they added some things though oh, no i don't think i just think we didn't know what to do where to go i i really truly think you and i just were like do 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 they didn't do the match your mate game that's true spoiler are you going to go right into the match? let's do match your mate okay so quick. the funniest thing I get, I, hold on i know your co-pilot know your co i get a text message from doug saying come up here quick we're doing know your co-pilot it's kent and i they came and, and got us walter. oh they, they came and got us we okay were sitting there we didn't have to oh even better they came after walter and i i have never beelined so fast as something in my life i didn't you know there could have been a big story point in front of me and i'm like i gotta go watch this so walter and doug james uh, against against a bunch of married, married couple. couples and so they ask you a question you both write on the board so like i'm thinking it's gonna be like match your mate on dcl which is an adults only show some very um personal questions that are intimate so i'm like how is how is this gonna work I thought our answers are just going to be hot garbage and hilarious. Like, if I didn't know the answer, I would write something funny. I'm sure Kent would have been writing something ridiculous, too. But instead, it was questions like, between the, you always, you wrote one or the other's name. Yeah. So it was like, who's most likely to get lost? Yeah. Like, who's most likely to be able to fix a droid? Like, things like that. We crushed it. Oh, you guys, down. it was great. Didn't miss a single question. You made it to the finals. And me, being who I am, I'm texting your wife the whole time. So I'm laughing. I know Michelle's laughing. And you guys won. You beat a bunch of married couples, came down to the finals, came down to the, uh, they had to do a bonus, like, tiebreaker. Yeah. And you beat them. And I think 20 minutes later, I heard her still yelling at her husband for not knowing the right answer. <laughs> so congratulations to Doug and Kent for being... Uh, knowing each other better after those, only two days. Intimate group on the... On the Halcyon. Yeah. So, yeah, and probably, hopefully not causing divorce. But, yeah. yes, it was, it was, it was a fun room. We were talking about the rooms. Uh, so there's a window. 
that's not really a window. Spaceport. Spaceport. Like but you open and close it. Uh, there's a TV, just like on a cruise, how it kind of shows the navigational stuff. It shows that. It shows your route. Um, so it's kind of cool. A lot of little touches like a cruise, even though it's not a cruise. It's just a hotel. Yeah. It's a cruise. So there you go. All right. Let's move on to the food. Um, you have two big meals each night. You have kind of a buffet lunch each day, the first day and second day, and the buffet breakfast, second day, third day. Yeah, and all the food is themed in-universe, and so it's not normal chicken nuggets. They're tip-yip, and it's not beef. It's uh, bantha. bantha, and so it's really neat, and it's all different colors and theming, and some of it tastes really good. Some of it I did not care for. Some of it my body did not care for, but it is just such a really cool experience. If you are a foodie, this is a, a really neat vacation yeah. for you. Some of it's covered in glitter. I'm waiting for the after effects of that. Oh, yeah. Woo! So the food is good. Um, so with my food allergy, last year when we did Star Cruiser, I basically starved, Eric, didn't I? You did not eat anything. I felt uh, I felt was, a little bad that I was eating all your food. It was, well, you didn't eat my food. Oh, my food. Because they just didn't bring me food. They're like, here's your one cracker, sir. Um, so I was a little apprehensive going into it because I, I learned there was a kid's menu. Which frustrated me to no end when I learned there was a kid's menu after our sailing last time. Actually, I don't know if they had the kid's menu last time. They did. But did they? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, like, they could have at least given me chicken nuggets, right? Instead tip. of tip yet. My bad. And so let me starve. Lunch was fine. Um, but I will, I'm glad to report they have come a long ways on their allergy care. It was awesome. I got to eat most things. They modified stuff. Only a few things I didn't get to where they were like, there's no way to modify this. So you just don't get it. It was good. I did not go hungry. I'll be honest. Yesterday, I kind of ate second lunch, third lunch, because like that dinner the second night, they basically looked at me like, we don't know what to feed you. But this year, I actually got to eat, Derek. And I'm still alive. You're alive. I'm glad. I didn't have to use an EpiPen. Yeah. So, all wins. Yeah. The food is fantastic. We actually did the captain's table on the second night. Uh, it's a $50 add-on. You know what? I enjoyed it. I wanted to do it. That was one of my, when Doug said, I said, it's a must do for me. Uh, I am bummed that the captain's only there for like five minutes. Yeah. Spoiler, the Lieutenant Croy is there for five minutes. Uh, but the interaction is great. You do get a, a drink and a couple extra. Of, you know, medallion. And the medallion. Yeah. You could turn around and sell the medallion on eBay and get your 50 bucks back. You could. We're not going to do that. No. But I'll tell you what, that shot that you got for being at the captain's table, it's not an alcoholic shot. It's like a What the heck shot. was that? It was like... It was All the flavors every, in a tube. Every flavor you could imagine in a tube. Sounds gross, but you take this shot and it feels like I've eaten nine different meals. It was weird, but I ate it. Oh, it was delicious i, I want to do it again that shot yeah so that's the food it was good i really like the buffet food there's multiple things that are excellent so well done well yep. done and right, let's talk about getting to and from batu it's the one port so to speak or excursion uh you get um just like a regular cruise but you tender essentially it's like tendering uh you essentially get in a shuttle and they shuttle you down from uh, orbit to the surface. It's one of the coolest experiences. It's highly themed. I know these shuttles are about 10, they put $10 million of R&D into them. I love it. You have a droid driving you, and it is a lot of fun. And truly, they, they did really good on this. You really do feel like you're in a shuttle. Um, 
I, I, I applaud Disney. And it's one of those things I really, really do hope they figure out a way to use these post-Star Cruiser. Yeah, there's got to be something they do with it other than just mothballs, but we'll see. Or it's like a limo party bus service, like bachelor parties going on in there. Yes. Oh, I'll be honest. So this whole cruise, like because it's shutting down in a few months, like I I don't know how many cat or nine cast members, like people on board we just talked to about all the crazy ideas we have. And it's kind of like, well, these are all pointless, but ah, just so many ideas. Yeah, so many ideas. All right, let's move on to the story a little bit. So there's a, a story that moves from the time you step on through the the end of the second night. The story is the last day when you get up, you go to breakfast, you get off. It's like a regular cruise. They're just like, all right, get out. All right, very authentic to cruising. Uh, the story, um, I want to just a little bit of advice. If you're if you're booked and you're going and you're listening for some tips, you don't get on and say like, look at a menu and be like, I want to be a Jedi. I want to be a smuggler. There's no box to check. That's not how it works. You have to play the game, so to speak. So you start get communications from the characters. You have to answer those. And your answers lead you down a path. You don't choose your path. Your path chooses you. And on top of that, one thing we were not as great at in our first voyage was the interaction with different characters. And so that is one thing this trip... Uh, extroverted Derek came back out, Bravo. which was good. And so I beelined its character named Wraith, and I became Wraith's best friend. You wanted to be a smuggler, yes. so you went and smuggled. I wanted to be a Jedi, uh, so when the Jedi-type people were out, I went and just hovered around them. I did their little breathing exercises with them. All the while, Kent was behind him doing, I'm a little teapot. I wanted to take a picture of Kent so bad, but I had to. I wanted to be a Jedi, so I was doing the nonsense. Um, and, and shout out to Kent. He went first order all the way. Him and Lieutenant Croy, they were not only so good friends, Kent, Kent like Walter, oh. got Croy to break character so multiple amazing. times. Like one time at the captain's dinner, I was in tears laughing. I drank it. Kent made a joke. Uh, maybe not maybe the most appropriate for radio. Nope, none but, of the oh show. My gosh, I died. Our table died and Croy broke character and just like, hit him on the Kent on the arm, almost choked on his water. Classic. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, so if you have, like, say you want to to be something in particular, you need to go find that character and go be around them. And you're going to get missions that evening and missions in Batu that you have to complete. And that's how you end up um, getting to the finale of that line and seeing the payoff. Yep. So we'll talk more about the payoff in a minute. And if it's not something you want to do, I mean, there's people that just literally go in the Halcyon. They sit in the Sublight Lounge, greatest bar on property, and I hope that stays forever. I would pay money just to go there. Uh, but it's it, it, you could just go and drink. You can do your own thing. That, that's the greatest thing about the Halcyon. You can do what you want. You want to go down a path. You want to play the game. You want to be your own character. You just want to sit in the bar and drink. You want to people watch. You can do what you want to do. One of the best characters we interacted with doesn't even have a path, right? Not a special path. There's no... Sandro. Sandro, the kind of the strolling minstrel, so to speak. He starts out as the nervous little kid, right? No spoilers after that. Um, But we just, for some reason, our group connected. We did. We did. He started writing a song about Walter. It was fantastic. Um, that one had a big payoff for us too. So interact with them all, you know, it, it's usually not awkward, 
I only had one awkward interaction. That was with a blue shirt that was earning. Doug is also awkward. Oh, yeah. It was me and Nate just standing there. We were literally like, I was trying to put something on Twitter. He was posting something on Instagram. And she's like, good travels. My, yeah, she just, yeah, this might not be the job for you. And she kept looking, like nodding at us the rest of the, the night. We're like, hi. Like, she struggled to talk to people. Well, it, what's amazing is how many cast members that were wearing the earning... It wasn't earning ears or whatever it was. Yeah, it was they're trying... But, like, I, I feel like they are trying to train right. as many cast members as possible right now because the next four months are completely sold out. And it's and you could just... You could tell we were the first, like, full, full like, voyage. Well, said, okay, let's go. Which was a good thing. And here's the thing. Part of us was excited that it was going to be a 30% full cruise. But, like, now yeah, that we've done it... The energy that you have when that thing's full and the people getting involved and the characters and people you meet, you definitely want it to be closer to full. And some of the guests that were some of the best cast of characters were the people that booked last week. So that that was, I couldn't imagine the cruise without some of them. Oh my gosh. And, and that's what's funny. So many of our people on our ship booked and it's three days later. And it's like, okay, book flights let's go and and i just i applaud those people like they're like we need enough time to get costumes or get characters we just wanted to do this before it ended so that's one thing uh, people ask uh, i get a lot on instagram and twitter like how many people dressed up i would say it's 50 50 on this voyage definitely like maybe 10 percent way in though yeah like face paint full-on costumes characters yep and then we i would say we are halfway in with our I had a belt, Doug. I got an expensive percent in. There we go. Derek seventy. I was halfway. I was we You were, didn't even have the belt. We we're in universe ish. I had on tennis shoes. Oh, I wasn't wearing yeah, orthopedics. Yeah. I did. Yeah. That is actually a thing that bugs me about my I brought like shoes to be in character and mm-hmm. I was like, Nope, I walk too much, my foot's gonna hurt. We're you're on your feet a lot. It's exhausting. It, and you don't have to spend a long time. Let's talk about Batu. We never really like you don't have to spend all day there. You get a dining credit. You have to use it that day. You can't use it after anymore. So we went to um, Docking. Docking Bay 7, ordered, mobile ordered before it even opened, 11 o'clock. We're in there, had our food, ate and drank, got back to the Star Cruiser. Wham, bam. It was great. And then first thing I did when we got on the Star Cruiser, they take you to your room. We dropped off our stuff, and then we went... I went right to the Sublight Lounge, booked the Taste of the Galaxy, Taste of the Universe, sip, whatever, the, the alcohol tasting thing. They do one or two, depending on demand. My guess is it's going to get popular. So we went there. We're the first people booked for that, got our five in. Uh, it was an excellent experience when we did it. Um, great stories about the drinks. I, we drank some glitter, you know, the usual. Yeah, drink glitter. That's usual yeah. for you. And so since we're the first people in the bar, um, she, the bartender got all our names for the, the thing. And I asked her if she could say something special for every time Derek came in the bar. And she did. She did. And by the end of the trip, I actually went up to her, uh, on the last night after we, we had her drink, I gave her a patch. I said, thank you. Cause she didn't know it was, it was a funny, it's basically saying dang fair Derek. And, uh, straight from Ted Lasso. And, and it was just great. And I gave her a patch and I'm like. You made my day. Every time I walked in the bar, you said it out loud. Other people started saying it. I got known for it, and I gave her a patch, and, and she's the one that went off and, and cried for a little bit because I was just like, you made, it was fun. It was great. You were the, one of the best chemists, because that's what they're called, yeah. uh, that I've ever had, period, at anything in Disney. And so really, just treat your bartenders 
well, and they will have fun with you. All right, a couple last non-spoiler tips for people that are about to voyage that don't want spoilers. Uh, mustard drill, stand in close to the middle of the thing as you can, whichever station you're in. Try to be on that long bench in the middle. That's a good one, yeah, because uh, I know our first voyage, we, first voyage, we didn't have the best, uh, we'll just say, viewing area. Of anything, yeah. So right in the middle for the mustard drill, and then just interact. If you're not sure where you should be or what you should be doing, the atrium is the answer. Or just walk around. Or walk around between the engineering room and, like, engineering room, cargo hold. That's where stuff goes down and just pop in the atrium. Pop back down to engineering. Just And, like, the first night you go tap your M-band on the, like, little thing that's supposed to let you in the engineering room and it's going to die your access. Then you're going to get a message. I see you're trying to get in. And then you go from there. Yep. But if you just sit there in the atrium, it's not you're not going to get the question. Our first time on the Halcyon, we just sat there, like waiting for stuff to happen. And we, I feel like we messed up. Not we lost a up. couple we lost hours. Yeah. We were behind. So there was stuff that we had done on night one that we were doing on day two last time. So exactly. Go tap all the things. Um, you know, lick the doorknobs, whatever you got to do to get the story going. Maybe don't lick it. No. Okay. Yes. I mean, they some of them open up automatically. Yeah. So, right. are we getting into spoilers? Spoilers. spoilers. All right. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. Which All you right. should listen to. We're not going to give everything away. No. So, if you're going, I think we're going to still keep it fairly unspoilerly. Yep. But we've given the warning because I do know we do have a. I think the one of the craziest things is just uh, when they announce closures. Uh, I was able to book another trip. I, I know a lot of our listeners like really worked with uh, touring plans to get their trips booked. And uh, I know really good successful right i know some people didn't get it uh i know we got reached out to it by a lot of friends and listeners and patreons that were like i wish i would have went with you guys on this trying trip. to tell you listeners we yeah, tried to tell you i should have booked but uh any spoilers so let's see we are let's we talk were... about what we did okay so i knew from my last uh voyage i was really a, a resistance fighter so i was with chewbacca sammy i'm doing all the resistance things and i was and i've that listened both of us yeah and so I've listened to uh, Heroes of the Halcyon podcast, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many other uh, storylines. So I'm like, I'm going to go in-depth with Wraith. I want to be a smuggler. I want to be with that guy. And so I beeline for Wraith. I tried to keep character, content. Shadow. I really want, but I, you want to make eye contact. You want to make sure you say things. So um, I got on his path right away, uh, helping smuggle Coaxium, helping him uh, steal um, the jewel for Gaia. And that was such a great payoff, that whole thing. So I got to go into a special meeting with Gaia and Wraith. And it was kind of emotional because Gaia was so thankful for what we have done and what we've given back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed this the last time. This is such a great storyline. Yeah, last time we spent a ton of time with Chewie and Sammy. And so the payoff with Sammy in the finale was fantastic. I won't say what it is. Also, but... our, our payoff with Sammy, we were standing right next to it the first voyage. So yeah. it was like double. Like That worked really yeah. well. Where this one, I it didn't have that emotional connection to Sammy. But um, I went down the Jedi path. So I say I'm one with the Force and the Force is with me to people. And it's totally out of my character because they're like doing breathing exercises and stuff. So I had to do that. Ryan and I look like very, very weird grown men standing in an atrium. Doing yoga. Doing yoga, essentially, or Tai Chi, I think it is more. And uh, But we got there. Uh, we did our uh, things on Batu, So we got the payoff. So 
we keep saying the payoff. So on the last night, you start, you things get added to your itinerary if you're doing stuff right. Secret meeting, special yes. meetup. So we were invited to a meeting, 8.15, in the lightsaber training room. And, like, we didn't even talk about bridge training, lightsaber training, but they're awesome there. You know it. Um, so we go in there, and we had recovered a holocron on Batuu, brought up there, and Ray is there. And so Ray opens the holocron, and then we see a hologram of Yoda. And it, they open this box. The holocron's there. They kind of wave their hands above it. There's, like, they're doing what magicians do to show, like, there's no mirror. There's no rope. There's... Like, they're doing that around the holocron, probably because people are like, how does that happen? I have no idea. It looked like a hologram, like, for real. No idea how they did it. It was phenomenal. Yoda talked for, like, ten minutes. He said absolutely nothing. He talks in circles about blah, blah, blah. But it, I was just like, I spent 90% of the time with my mouth hanging open trying to figure out, how did they do the amount of R&D they put into this thing is insane. And, and I hope that technology comes. It is. Hopefully that technology goes out there. Where Doug's doing that, I get pulled into the engineering room. And I did this last time, but it was so much fun again being able to. And all of a sudden, I'm helping uh, Chewy and the coaxium. We help smuggle down to the engineering room, get uh, the coaxium into the ship. And you For the know, record, we got the coaxium on the ship with our extra bridge training we were both invited to earlier. Yep, so I got to follow the coaxium storyline. I got to help. So that was really fun that I got to follow that whole storyline through. And it was uh, Chewbacca at one moment uh, pulls me over and then puts his arms on me and rests his head on me. And, and, and I was like, oh, man, this is such a magical moment. Like, I didn't take a picture of it or anything. Just Chewbacca is using me because I am short to lean on. And if that moment, we all need somebody to lean on. But, like, I, I just, it's those character interactions that I'm sure the, the character inside Chewbacca was like, oh, this is going to be a, a fun little moment. And he had a couple one other ones with the uh, people in there as well. And so that's just where the storylines, the character interactions, the payoff for a true Star Wars fanatic is just big and it all builds to climax all these like six or seven different storylines interweave yep because the first order takes over the ship yep right croif is there he's a turd blah 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 first order yep. anyway finale happens kylo ren ray lightsaber battle boom blah 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 spoilers yep wow. it's awesome it is it is 20 minutes of a, it's it's even hard to explain because it's you don't know what to look at at times. There's so much happening around you. It's like a movie in real life. And we were sitting on that bench in the middle of the atrium. We were in group B on the bench right there. And so they keep the space right in front of it clear. A great spot because all the characters come right through there. You can see they're sweating through their purple makeup even. Like it's fantastic finale. Like being part of the movie. But try to get that bench or be in group C or D and like you kneel on the bench looking forward. Yeah, because there's things happening behind you as well. So you missed those. I stood up actually yeah. over on a side bench, so I knew I wanted to see both angles. Uh, Ray has a real lightsaber, so we were able to see that this time because mm -hmm. we were hidden behind a pole last yeah. time. So really cool to see that. Uh, the, the fight looks legit real. There is sparks, there's lasers. Some of the technology with the force pushing and pulling. I'm yeah. like, how did they do that? Shoot blast Saturn. She reflects them back and you see the marks on the wall. It's, and I mean, it is just beyond incredible what they have done. It's the acrobatics that Ray does too with spins, cartwheels, flips. Yeah. I mean, 
It's amazing. She was a legit Ray. Yeah. Well, the cast compliment. And uh, the other thing I love, not just the finale, but the character interactions are the ones that aren't planned or you don't see. So uh, this time, instead of sitting in the atrium waiting for the next thing, I went exploring. And all of a sudden, I'm down in the hallway. And there's a moment between Sammy and Wraith that I didn't see last time. And there's only about 15 of us down there. And Sammy and Wraith is a smuggler. He's the Harrison Ford. And he's like, I'm getting out of here. I'm doing, I'm only in this for the money. I'm not. And Sammy is like, no, you are one of us. I know you're better than that. And like this back and forth, I was like, wow. what? And I'm like, I am literally like two feet away from this happening. And I'm like, this is real. This is happening. These guys are arguing. And then we get Wraith. The attorney's like, okay, fine, I'll help. And we all cheer. And he goes on. I'm just like, so many people miss it. You weren't there. You missed this. I missed that, but I got trapped against the wall where it was Ray and Sammy and Chewbacca. And essentially, I looked like the fourth person in the conversation. I have this picture I took at the point five on, like, to get them all in there. I'm just, so I'm in everybody's pictures of that. And they were arguing about something they needed to do. I don't even remember. I just remember being like, okay, I'm going to squish against the wall. I'm in everybody's pictures. And it was it was fantastic, and uh, it's just so much fun. I wish we could do it again. You get to do it again. I do. So we'll be good to go on trip. Hi, well, yeah, another trip report. So, but uh, this one I'll be taking my son and two of my good friends on. So I'm glad we were able to book one more. But uh, this is one of those we could talk for days on things they could have done, could have changed, made better to market it better. But it's one of those experiences that. I honestly think Disney went above and beyond, did so well. And it's one of those things that you had to experience to truly understand. Because every single person that was on there that we got into a conversation with, I was like, would you have booked this again? And every single one of them goes, I wish I I would rebook for next month, next year. Like, it's an addiction almost. Because you want to try different storylines. You want to see different things. You want to have different character. You want to go dark side. You know, we Doug and I didn't do that. Walter did that. Walter and I don't. I don't know everything that he did because he kept it on the DL. Yeah, maybe we'll get it from someday on the old Patreon bonus stuff. But I, I got a little of it on bonus stuff with Walter. There you go. Yeah, but it was a great trip. Overall, it was fantastic. And and the biggest thing is, if you're listening, as you're about to go. You're gonna be on your feet a lot. It's exhaust. It's a little exhausting. We're tired. Uh, we're ready to head back to the airport and fly home. But uh, it's one of those things that I'm sad to see go. Uh, maybe we'll do a Patreon episode someday about things we wish, but... I think for sure. Yeah. Maybe this one. Okay. We'll get, we'll get it done. Get it done. But it is... So if you want to hear more about what we wish the uh, Star Cruiser would have done, marketing, or things they could have added, taken away, timeline, stuff like that, uh, we'll talk more about that on Patreon this week. But yeah, thank you guys so much. It was really fun. Shout out again to our crew, uh, Kent, Nate, and Ryan. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it, it was really fun to have the rope drop crew together and we definitely had a good time. Yes. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank you guys. And if you want to take a trip to Disney World, you can't really book the Star Cruiser anymore, but you can still book the rest of Galaxy's go Edge. To we go to Bad Two and Touring Plans has a link in our show notes. If you want to become one of our patrons, I think we have what, like five or six like super bonus after show things coming out. Did a few bonus, that's a certain level. We'll have another after show. All good things. All good things. So you have to check that out in our Patreon link. And of course, please keep leaving reviews. But we have to get to a flight so we can actually make our next journey back home. So thank you guys so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.